Well, hello, everyone. Alexis Brooks here, host of Higher Journeys Radio, as well as Conscious Commentary. Hope you're doing well. I know I am. And, you know, I'm, I'm finding that I'm really coming to look forward to do these little segments uh, that I offer you uh, as we discuss a variety of, uh, oh, subjects surrounding the nature of reality. Today, I got one uh, under the umbrella of synchronicity. Many of you know this is one of my favorite subjects. And of course, when it happens to you, uh, again, as I say all the time, I never cease to be amazed. I'm going to talk about synchronicity. I might even call it the granddaddy of synchronicities for me uh, that happened about two or so weeks ago. Um, I'm going to get right into it because I think that there are a lot of dimensions to what happened in this particular synchronicity and a lot of things I am still pondering, or let's just say a lot of things that this occurrence caused me to ponder about the nature of synchronicity. And so that's what I'm going to call this, the true nature of synchronicity. What is it? Still don't know. You know, obviously, it was the Swiss psychologist Carl Jung who popularized the term synchronicity. Uh, as a concept that denotes meaningful coincidences. And you know, it's so funny because people say, if if they really feel something is a synchronicity, they say, I don't believe it's coincidence. Well, what is a coincidence? I look at it as two separate, but related events that coincide, coincidence, coincide to bring about meaning to the experiencer. So in a sense, it is a coincident to incidents. Anyway, perhaps it's semantics. Let's get into uh, first the story, and then let's talk a little bit about um, uh, what prompted me to really want to dig into this. So here, here's the story. I'll see if I can give you the short sheet. About two weeks or so ago, well, let's go back a little further. About four or five weeks ago, I had been sitting in my family room thinking about not particularly much. I suppose I was maybe have the TV on or maybe playing some music. And out of the blue, an old, old friend popped into my head. I'm going to call her Susan. It's not a real name. I'm very sensitive about using uh, the real name. So we'll use the term, the name Susan in this case. Had thought about Susan, hadn't seen her for, oh, I would say about 45 years. That's right. I was a little, we were little kids. She was my first bestest friend. (laughs) My first best friend in the whole world. I loved uh, Susan so much. And we lost touch as as, as many uh, kids do. We go on with our separate lives and our, our families had been very close. And I know that our mothers had been in touch periodically. Um, but needless to say, we're talking over four decades. I hadn't seen this woman, this woman, now woman, but she popped into my head. I have no idea where it came from. But what's interesting is she didn't just pop in and out. You know how you'll think of someone. You don't know where the, the, the thought of them comes from, but they'll come into, oh, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. And then you're on to the next thing. Well, in this case, I, I stuck with it. I said, I wonder where Susan is. Oh, boy, would I love to see her. I even went as far, everyone, as to Google her, searched her name out. You know, we can do that these days. And chances are we'll come up with some information. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but nonetheless, it's it's available um, and, and I took some time to do this. I mean, I must have done, I don't know, three, four, five different keyword searches using her, uh, her family name, 
I didn't know much about her because, like I said, we hadn't seen each other since we were kids. I searched her name with her mother's name, a, a variety of combinations, didn't come up with anything. I said, oh, well, maybe I'll run into her one of these days. <laughs> I have a feeling you guys know where I'm going to take this, right? Well, let me just play. Let me indulge me and let me just finish uh, telling you the story and then we'll get into the analysis of it a little bit. Fast forward a few weeks. Susan. Hadn't thought about her after that. You know, I went through a little, uh, I don't know, half hour, whatever, however long it was, searching this person out, hoping that I could just see what she was up to. Okay, so one Sunday, again, about two, three weeks uh, later, I decided to go to the store, a local store that I always go to, a little uh, kind of a knickknack store, little got a little bit of everything store, great deals. I had actually gone out to get some groceries uh, for, for dinner and something just told me, go into this other store and see what they have on sale, see what kind of fun stuff they have, particularly for the garden. They have a lot of garden stuff. Well, go into the store, pick up a few things. I'm perusing the aisles to see what beautiful pots and, and garden toys they may have. And I have a cart and I'm rolling my cart and I'm looking straight ahead and I see this woman. And I stare at her. We're not too close at this point. She kind of looks at me. I stare at her as I get closer. And then I say, Susan. She paused for a minute as if to say, who is this person? I said, Susan, is that you? She just nodded her head in the affirmative yes. And then she said my name, Alexis. Oh my goodness, it's Susan. You know, I didn't know what to do. I have to tell you, everyone, I was so shocked not only to have run into her, but for obvious reasons. What was I doing not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago? This woman didn't just pop into my head. She, her, the thought of her sustained, it was a sustained thought. I Googled her, I this, I that. And there she is. Hadn't seen her in 45 years. Now, when we, uh, grew up together as kids, as we were best friends. We lived in uh, Boston proper. I'm now in a suburb uh, of Boston, 15, 20 miles away. And here she is. And I'm at this store, which is literally, I don't know, half a mile from my home. And there she is, place that I frequent all the time. Well, look, needless to say, I can ooh and ah about this, but you can only imagine. And and perhaps you've had an experience like this for yourself. You think of someone, they call, uh, you, you obviously haven't seen this person for a while, and they pop in uh, to your reality via phone these days via text. Well, this one was extraordinary for me, only because I had thought so deeply about her. And, you know, as I look back in retrospect, I remember saying to myself after I could not find her anywhere on the internet. I said, well, you know, you never know. Maybe I'll conjure her up. I did say that. I thought about that after the fact. Well, listen, we spoke for a few minutes. Uh, She had uh, her partner with her introduced me. We caught up, come to find out her mother had passed away several years prior and, uh, you know, just catching up a little bit. And she's telling me she lives in the town next to me and has been for years Remember, we grew up in Boston proper. Now uh, we're both living in a neighboring suburb, and I hadn't seen her. 
Well, <clears throat> there you go. I want to reemphasize 45 years I had not seen this woman, nor had I frankly thought about her. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't really go back 45 years and, and, and pinpoint whether I e- ever thought about her. I'm sure I had actually, but not, you know, not to the point of uh, doing what I did this this recent on this recent occasion of looking her up. Well, I asked her, I said, promise me, Susan, that you will stay in touch with me. She didn't give me a card. I gave her a card uh, of mine, told her about the show and told her, you can best believe that I am going to be talking about this because I did tell her about my thinking of her. You've heard other people say, I was just thinking about you. Trust me when I say this was beyond, this was just over the top. When I say I was thinking about her, I mean, I really, really was focusing on her. And that leads me. So that's going to lead me. Let's segue now to the analysis of this, uh, what Terrence McKenna called a contiguous event. And I'm going to quote him in a minute. When I got back to my home, and you can only imagine, I was just over the moon. Again, equally over the moon at the fact that I had run into her. But moreover, that I had just thought of her two two or three weeks ago. As a matter of fact, really to prove it to myself, I said, I'm going to go into my my, uh, browser history and find the actual day that I looked this woman up. And I was able to find it. And I showed it to my husband. And he just shook his head. And I just shook my head. And I said, I I really, I am just, uh, I'm stoked. This is, this is incredible. What is this? What is this thing that we call synchronicity? You know, in my book uh, entitled Conscious Musings, Contemplations to Transform Life and Realize Potential, I quote the late, great Terrence McKenna about his own musings on the dynamics of synchronicity. And, And this is what he says. He says, synchronicity is a curious juxtaposition of a psychic event, like the thought of an old friend and an event in the so-called exterior world, such as the old friend suddenly calling you on the telephone, so that it gives the impression that psyche and world are somehow contiguous with each other, end quote. Psyche and world are somehow next to each other, adjacent. I say that they are intersecting each other somehow. So here's the question I want to pose to you all. And I really would love you to think about this and, and maybe get back to me and tell me what you think. Could it be that, now again, I don't know why or how Susan's, uh, Susan popped into my head that uh, on that particular evening. I just know she did. Could it be that A, I conjured her up? Literally, remember what I said that I recalled? I I think I'm almost positive that I said at the end of my little search for her, well, maybe I'll conjure her up somewhat facetiously. But again, did something happen in the fact that I spent so much time focusing on her that I somehow triggered that coinciding of an event or the co- coinciding of us or the, the intersection literally that happened in that little store. That's option A. Option B is on some level of my consciousness, did I know that I was going to run into her? Hence the reason why she came into my consciousness. 
I hope I'm making sense there because they're two somehow related but still different um, ideas. One, did the fact that I thought about her conjure, literally conjure up the meeting? Or B, did I somehow know on some level of awareness that I would be running into her, hence the reason why I thought of her to begin with? I have to tell you, I don't have an answer for that. Do you? Did Young? I'm going to go back and read. He's obviously written a cornucopia on uh, the dynamic of synchronicity and has given some, uh, was prompted, of course, by his own profound synchronistic experiences that he really delved deeply into uh, the philosophy and ideology of uh, what makes a synchronicity. A lot of people have synchronicities and particularly powerful ones such as this and say, well, what's the meaning? Why did I run into Susan? I have talked about this before. Um, My feeling is that synchronicity has lots of reasons, not the least of which is maybe just to show you that there are no accidents, that there, uh, that, that this is a language that the universe speaks and it just wants to get you acclimated to its language so you can recognize it more. There's meaning implicit in that, is there not? And in some cases, there is a deep meaning uh, associated, a message that is intended to be delivered to one or the other person involved in the synchronicity. Now, obviously, at least she hadn't told me that she thought of me. Wouldn't that be something? She didn't. It was me. And you should have seen me in the store. I was, my knees were just about to buckle. I mean, I was just shocked. And as you know, I, you know, this is the work that I do. I probe these areas and not with the goal of having an absolute uh, and definitive theory as to how it all works, but because I am massively interested in the dynamics and dimensions of reality. And they'll never cease to amaze me, such as this little occasion. I'm seeing her face right now. And by the way, I haven't heard from her. I hope I do. Maybe she'll, maybe by talking about her again today, I'll conjure her up again. Did I conjure her up? I don't know. I just think everyone, universe, reality, the nature of reality, and all of the magnificent illustrations that it never stops giving us is just wondrous. It's amazing. We live in a universe on purpose. We do not live in an accidental universe. I really don't feel that to be the case. I may never know why I ran into her. I I may never know why she popped into my head. But I do know that somehow and on some level, there was a grand unification, grand reunion, if only for a few minutes. It was enough to keep me thinking about it for a lifetime. And I'm sure I will. And I hope you do too. Listen, if you want to listen to me talk a little bit more about synchronicity, I I do a lot. You know, the radio shows that I've done as as guests uh, on other shows, I I never not mention it. But uh, I I love the the discussion, the talk that I had with my friend Lilu Massey. I'm going to put a little link to that interview where I talk about how synchronicity in that case, uh, with a series of events, had 
loads of meaning and really helped to navigate me out of uh, a critical uh, situation, a crisis. So it'll never get old for me. Synchronicity, I say explore it. It's a phenomenal thing. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to, I started to say, Higher Journeys Radio. Well, it is Higher Journeys Radio, Conscious Commentary and Higher Journeys Radio. I am your host, Alexis Brooks. Thanks so much for joining us. Take care.